0: Marvelous Miss Maisie I'm here with Timothy Chalamet and this week we're talking about Fuller House more full house too just kidding I would rather talk about that and haven't even seen it today we're talking about Eternals I'm do, sorry. We
1: ta- do we want to take that from the top that was deranged <laughs> that was wild <laughs> I have
0: COVID brain welcome to the Marvelous Mrs Maisie Miss this Maisie no. I'm never gonna get it right uh we're almost done my name is Maisie Laude
1: i'm tim bridge uh and today we're talking about the uh, we the movie that we have been actively putting off dreading. watching dreading watching uh chloe zhao's the eternals um Maisie.
0: let me just hold on before yeah, we start i have to sure. paint the scene let me just uh-huh. paint what's happening in both of yes. our collective lives at the please, point at which we so this is the so what was the last movie we watched spider-man
1: Last movie we watched was Spider Man, yes.
0: And then we saw no, no, no. We saw uh, Multiverse of oh, Madness. Oh, Doctor Strange. And
1: we saw Multiverse of Madness and, and yeah, that
0: was the last one. point in I think both of our lives was like maybe the most recent apex of all things because a lot yes. of things just went downhill from there. and
1: uh-huh, was yeah. depressed.
0: I got COVID. It, and. I still have COVID, and, and we've prevailing- been dreading this movie for so long that, like, I, it was, like, getting you to sit down and watch this movie with me is, like, like hurting cats pulling
1: teeth. Both of them. Hey, same, same you to me. I feel like it was a mutualized, it wasn't, like, I think we both were just, like, in these states of doing real bad. Yeah. And then on top of it, there was this pressure from no one, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> from not from our fans oh no I wanted I was
0: putting pressure on you mainly because I didn't want you to forget about me as a friend I didn't want you (laughs) to just like forget that I existed so I was like no we have to watch this
1: if you need a glimpse into Maisie's cognitive distortions of the time um but it was just us being like in a bad place and then on top of it being like wait do i have do i have to watch the f- fucking eternals movie Especially right now Do I have to watch since, like the two hour 37 minute eternals movie right yeah, now?
0: yeah yeah so uh, we also were supposed to watch this a few months ago a
1: couple months ago and we yeah, could have just ripped
0: the band-aid off then but, but i, I thank my lucky stars every day that we watch spider-man instead um okay so <clears throat> excuse me um thoughts expectations tim what did you know about Eternals? because this is also the first movie that neither of us had seen
1: yes so So
0: we're turning on on its head
1: i I was going into this i I think as uh, not as equally blind as you because i had seen like the trailers to it and uh had heard like some press and like when i heard they were announcing the eternals i did i like looked i was like i don't what is that who are they uh and then casting announcements came out obviously i like a lot i like a lot of the actors that are in this um there's some game of thrones actors in it there's um command line gianni's in it brian tyree henry like a lot of people that i like and it's so, an
0: ensemble cast star, star and then an
1: ensemble on cast. top of that uh chloe zhao is the director and she won the oscar for Nomad Land.
0: i have not seen Nomad Land. i know who chloe zhao yet. is but i have not seen that movie
1: but I think that the, the, the talk and the expectation going into this was that it was going to be, and the way that they were hyping it up, they were like Kevin Feige was doing interviews where he was just like, Chloe Zhao came into a meeting and, said, and showed us these images. And I was like, oh, wow, what incredible computer generated imagery you've created. And she was like, no, I just took a camera to a beach blew my mind and i was just like and that like is that like made me feel bad because of like the degradation of cinema that he like yeah. saw a beach like a well-lit beach scene and was just like wow uh, so how'd you <laughs> what green screen did you shoot this in london or atlanta and it's just like but they were hyping this up as yeah. like a higher like a little like they I I if it hadn't done as poorly as it did I think like they would Marvel goes to do at the Tribeca
0: Film Festival or yeah like, Camp, I, yeah, like,
1: yeah like like friends like Terrence Malick like oh it's artistic and and um I don't know if you watched this movie but no <laughs> yeah
0: yeah big big no this movie also would have been like 10 times better if there wasn't so much CGI in it like that just took, yeah. like took me out of whatever they were trying to do
1: um, it was distractingly um loaded with a lot of different stuff but
0: and one of the smart doctors at work where i work liked this movie so i was like hmm maybe it good
1: there's a very odd and and small i mean there's everyone's gonna have defense of the mcu probably and i think that there are you know you know points of interest in this and definitely like it could have been interesting. You see the seeds of where something interesting uh, is happening in this, but it's just it's long. It's It takes so long to do s- nothing interesting.
0: Yeah, really very surface level, I thought. And also, uh, the ideas just didn't feel fleshed out. It, not, a few things landed for me here. And I know I They're... say that every single fucking time, but <laughs> this time I'm real about it.
1: But these are like straight up D tier like Marvel characters in terms of like people who know like these wait, so fans. these
0: are Marvel characters
1: these are absolutely Marvel characters yeah wow, every okay. one of these there is an Eternals comic book series there I uh Neil Gaiman wrote an Eternals comic book run uh at one point uh like it's it's a it's like a real fucking thing and so uh I didn't know that and a lot of Marvel fans are even still To this day, a little surprised that this that they chose this because there's I don't know there's a She-Hulk series coming out. There's you know a Miss Marvel series that's coming out. There's uh, uh, a bunch of different characters that they haven't touched on, and then they're gonna do Eternals. That's maybe they were thinking they could get some like so the way Guardians (laughs) sort of blew up, but
0: in in the same sense that like the fantastic four and like the X-Men are the Eternals, like their own little like group.
1: Yes. That's the, that's the general ideas. They are these, you know, the synthesoid robot, like, I don't know. We'll talk about how little this makes sense, but we're, we're going to flip it up this episode. And I'm
0: going to be reading the plot synopsis. Maisie's
1: going to be taking the plot synopsis. And I'm going
0: to say things like, so Tim, what did you think (laughs) of that action sequence? I thought it was pretty cool.
1: It's going to be a lot of the, the, the level of talking is you're going to talk for most of this one. That's Great. pretty cool. The Lord might I just am.
0: motor through it. Okay. Um,
1: do we want to talk cast at all? Um, yeah,
0: sure. Okay. So, um, there's some big names here and in ways that you might have said what, for instance, Angelina Jolie is in this and plays like not a huge role. I was kind of expecting her to be like the main character
1: yeah the two biggest actors in this i would argue are uh, angelina jolie and Salma hayek and sama hayek's character dies very quickly and, like, and is only yeah. available in flashbacks and then angelina jolie's character is incredibly like sidetracked and like in like yeah. has one little thing about her character and doesn't really get a lot of time i don't know it was yeah, very and Kit bizarre harrington is
0: in the first 10 minutes and then not again until the last five
1: whole damn movie pretty crazy um yeah but yeah i like a lot of this cast like barry keegan is a is a great actor kogan keegan i don't know um i really like like brian brian tyree henry from atlanta is in this Mm -hmm. he's awesome um you know richard madden and kit harrington like you said from game of thrones it was cool it was good to see the brothers—they never got to—they never brother. got to see each other. My
0: brother, and then also they that there's randomly someone other. named Cersei in this. So
1: yeah, like, there is a line where Kit Harrington says, "I love you, Cersei," and the and it feels world weird. collectively mm-hmm, shuddered. Yeah. But yeah, uh, wasted great cast. I think like I did not yeah. don't dislike anyone in this. Uh, in this, Kumail Nanjiani is especially is like plays with, himself, like, kind of bright, and it's great. It's kind of a bright spot because he had a bit of a character, but.
0: I think I said to you like halfway through this movie that I wish it was like Phil Lord and Chris Miller wrote it and James Cameron directed it. Like, I think that would have been.
1: It needed to be more fun. Like, it. Either fun or
0: more serious. Like, either, like, choose one of the two and run with that.
1: I think it needed. It wasn't like wacky enough and it was really whiplashing between, like, oh, you know this table isn't uh isn't wakandan you know it's yeah it's it's, it's ikea, IKEA. Uh, yeah. and, it, and it whiplashes from that to like i caused the hiroshima disaster i know this was right i live in a village where i mind control everybody as yeah. my slaves like wait wait yeah yeah and then back to you know <laughs>
0: and i've been spoiled i'll say it. i've been spoiled recently by like really you know crushing loki and really enjoying spider-man even into the spider-verse even though we didn't fucking watch it um (laughs) but i've been spoiled by some really great marvel movies recently and this was upsetting to say the least
1: yeah it's uh it's you feel like it's been on a roll and then it and then it yeah and then this, this was a bit of a fizz yeah. should we jump into the plot yeah, let's wait, do wait, it wait, wait. okay yeah.
0: in 5000 bc 10 super powered eternals Eternals—Ajax, Circe, icarus kengo sprite phaistos makari Druig, gilgamesh and thena are sent by the celestial erishem to earth on their starship the domo to exterminate the invasive deviants. The last deviants are apparently killed in 1521 when the group's opinions differ over their continued relationship with humankind. Over the next- Nerd. Time,
1: <laughs> How was reading that? That was, that's, that was a, that's among the nerdier sentences that we- <laughs> this, The present. first,
0: yes. This reminds me of one of the MCAT cars passages, which is critical analysis and reasoning skills. And you basically have to tease out the, like, the author's, um, like, tone of voice when they're writing, even though, like, it doesn't matter what you, yeah. I hate it. It sounds it.
1: like, it sounds like, uh, I'm going to make an MCU reference. It sounds like, uh, z- reading off the names of the Eternals sounds like Zemo is trying to turn us into the Winter Soldier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference. Ajac,
1: Cersei. Icarus. Kingo. Sprite. There's a character named goddamn Soda in this movie, and it's- Yeah, and I it's, know,
0: and, like, I know they're getting, they're going for, like, a little, like, sprightly kind of, like, nymph fairy, but, like, if uh-huh. you're gonna do that, go for a name, like, Puck or something Shakespearean. Yeah. I mean, precisely. all of these are, like, obviously taking from, like, old-timey mythological names. There's, yeah.
1: It's specifically, I think, oh, gosh, what are the, what, what's the pantheon? Like, they they literally are, like, I, I'm Athena, I'm Athena. Yeah. i'm icarus i'm icarus i'm literally yeah. like, gilgamesh is gilgamesh like it's yeah. these it's that pan- pantheon. is it the
0: the pantheon
1: uh, or the pantheon of god it's a yeah, something panthe- like specific that. pantheon of god but like yeah
0: i mean ajax from, yeah. is ajax is from the iliad or the odyssey mm-hmm. or one of those and gilgamesh all, is it's... from babylon i'm pretty sure so there's not it's... like i think it's like very druid it's Just grabbing from mythology all over the place, not just the Greeks, right?
1: Well, it's like a long, you know, it's the idea of they have been around since the, you know, so they they are these, you know, like they, they, there's a couple times that they drop little, like, oh, you're the one who made up that story that like everyone believes now. Yeah. Okay.
0: In present day, Cersei and Sprite, aka George and Fred Weasley, live together in London. (laughs) After Cersei's partner, Icarus, left her centuries earlier, she is now in a relationship with human Dane Whitman, who works at the Natural History Museum.
1: (laughs) We got Kit Harington, baby. And it's
0: great. I, like, wish I... That man is a sight for sore eyes. Holy moly. Okay. He's a beautiful
1: guy. I think the thing about Kit Harington in this that, like, made me... Because I've only... I've seen him in Game of Thrones, and then I saw him in the... Did you see the tennis movie that he did with Samberg?
0: Yeah, Seven Days in Hell. So hilarious.
1: So funny. He's great at that. In this, like, I'm used to him playing, like, either that down, like, the I don't want to be king kind of character, or, like, a a maniac, like a a comedy truly maniac. So to see him as just, like, a fucking guy. Yeah,
0: just average Joe, like, handsome London Dane Whitman.
1: Average Dane. (laughs) dame Uh, judy Dench over here
0: uh when the trio are attacked by the deviant crow icarus Icarus arrives and chases the creature away okay so this is our first introduction to one of these crazy deviant like um stranger things demogorgon yeah things
1: very generalized evil thing
0: like goopy wet sounding creature
1: be cgi monster for our (laughs) heroes to slash their fake swords towards uh
0: and we like don't really get to know what the deviants really are until like three-fourths of the way of the movie like yes we know that there's some like weird world shit going on but it doesn't, well, we're, nothing really, the dust doesn't really settle on what they are until, like, almost the end of the movie, and it's not even that satisfying, because no one, what's, I think we both turned to each other at, during this movie, and we were like, what, what? Why were I'm they confused. in the,
1: Like, why even have them in here? Like, it's very, like, it seemed like they wanted to do a couple different things with them, and then it, it just, first of all, his name is Crow. All right.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Cool to know. I didn't know that. Uh,
0: That's, like, the same way they spell crew on church street but crow
1: imagine you walk in there and it's just the 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 like handsome squidward deviant (laughs) at the end of this movie (laughs) it's just like it's just like would you like a coffee
0: (laughs) for your soul
1: i don't even know what what was his point
0: (laughs) i don't even remember
1: What do you think of this? I mean, you multiple times when watching this movie made the point, and this is a specific thing about something that you dislike, which is when people fly.
0: Yeah, it's it just really takes it out of
1: you hate the power of flight.
0: Well, I mean, I don't hate the power of flight so much as what Marvel does when someone flies like it just looks like it's cgi and I'm, yes how do you make someone look like they can fly naturally <laughs> i don't know but it's not this for me you know what it is the movie dogma that's yeah. how you make someone look like they can fly
1: okay yeah, you no. give
0: them angel wings
1: can i do can we do something real quick can we do yes. a rundown of the eternals and what their powers are yeah honestly can, i don't remember, remember so you yeah. take it away all right uh, so Ajax is Selma Hayek's character, uh, healing powers, I believe the, the, the yeah. healing powers, one of the deviants, we'll get to that in the plot, but one of the deviants kills her and absorbs and can heal. Cersei can like change matter.
0: Into dust?
1: Into, uh, oh, other matter. matter into matter, like, yeah. She just, she, she'll change, she changes things into rose petals. She saves a kid by turning a big Column heavy into, thing into sand. Yeah. That was about to fall on her. Um, Icarus is basically Superman. I would just, you know, they yeah, literally he's the say one, it.
0: He's the one that can fly, and everyone's like, "You're we're jealous that we can't fly."
1: He seems like, like I don't know, power wise, it's it's very random. It's yeah. like it seems like, oh, so they all have very random powers and like and, very
0: specific.
1: And Icarus is the most powerful, like for some reason, I don't know.
0: Even though, like, yeah, okay.
1: He's like Superman. He shoots lasers out of his eyes and can fly. Uh, Kingo, Kumail got buff as fuck for this movie. And so your thought would be he'd be like a fighter. Like a guy who has strength. But he just makes guns, energy guns with his fingers. Yeah. That's I honestly forgot power. what
0: his power was until you just said that. Cause I was, okay, I was like, Tim's gonna take this one and remind me what happens.
1: His entire power is, you know, he does like he does like one Doctor Strange hand. Yeah. He doesn't change the hand. He just does yeah. one and then just goes.
0: Ee, be, 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 and it gives me major two in the pink one in the sink vibes. Um <laughs> <laughs>
1: Two in the Kingo, one in the Bingo.
0: Uh, Sprite is a shapeshifter.
1: Yeah, and is tiny, and is like a child, like looks like a child, and can manipulate. Like I think it's like visual manipulation because there's one point where I think he he she creates like a wall or something, or like that makes a bunch of herself, or I don't know. Faces. Fastest Fastus yeah, so is is uh Brian Tyree Henry, he's like inventing powers. Yeah, he, like... yeah, he's
0: the smarty like uh inventor. And I've really actually like enjoyed watching them with like the invention of the wheel and the invention of a of a um an engine, that kind of
1: thing. There is some cool stuff. Like he like he tries to do the engine too early and they're like, It's too early. Yeah, do a plow do... or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like uh, that, I think that's Brian Tyree Henry. I love Brian Tyree Henry. He's a great actor, and he's compelling and funny. And so when he shows up, fucking like three quarters of the way into this movie, for some because it's so long and so many characters, you're like, oh, there's some life. There's yeah. a little something.
0: Where has this guy been, Makari? Uh, Makari, Maca- uh, super speed.
1: Speedster, yeah, and uh, <laughs> is played by a deaf actor. Um, Uh, Druig has, like, mind control powers.
0: In, like, an empathy, sympathy kind of way. In, like, a... He he does it for good and not evil. Yeah,
1: he can't, like, he's not allowed to do it for evil, and that's, like, his whole arc is, like, getting mad at Ajax and the Celestials, because he's like, I can stop literally all war
0: just by thinking.
1: And... But also, that's a crazy power. He... (laughs) It's it's problematic. He just full on enslaves people. Uh, yeah,
0: like minds. Yeah,
1: like Wanda is evil for doing that to a town, and he like did it to an entire like.
0: So when you do it, it's fine. But when I do it, that doesn't seem fair.
1: It's like no, it no. You did an evil thing, so <laughs> we saved the world. Gilgamesh. Uh, and then Gilgamesh has like pu- like the same thing as. He should have, him and fucking Kingo should have switched because yeah. he has the same as, but like with his fists. Yes. And I thought it was cool. I thought, you know, uh, he had some cool punch. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to say nice things about this movie. <laughs> and then Athena Angelina Jolie has like, is like a, can like summon a shield and a spear.
0: Yeah, she's just like Athena, like the. Yeah,
1: yeah. goddess of war kind of,
0: yeah. Um, cool.
1: All right, now
0: that we did that. uh, The three Eternals travel to South Dakota to reunite with their leader Ajak, only to find her dead. Cersei is posthumously chosen by Ajak as her successor, granting her the ability to communicate with Arishem. Okay, so we have this like big face guy in the sky and Ajak has been communicating with him uh, about like what their purpose is or whatever. Uh, There's also like references to like their home planet which we find out that like was never ever really a thing yeah. uh but maybe it was just like a, a memory that gave them purpose who knows um and cersei is now the ajak person and is starting to kind of question what what's really going on here with Erisham and the iron Shell. yeah
1: it's like a like a orb comes out of her chest and then goes into cersei's chest it's just Dumb. Like, all right okay sure you know at the end of harry potter and the prisoner of Azkaban, you're
0: talking about the golden snitch
1: uh no i'm talking about uh when Sirius black is about to die and the like little ball oh of light yeah. that comes out of his mouth and it's yes. just like that's what happened to cersei <laughs> <laughs> the Ajax. yeah uh, sure <laughs> yes. and then all went right. into harry potter and then and then cersei yelled if cersei wouldn't have had to deal with these celestials if she just thought of a happy memory and yelled expect the patronum that's
0: I, I solemnly swear that i am up to no good mm. uh that's, cersei... what,
1: that's what
0: icarus said <laughs> a too close to the sun funny mm. thing about this movie that's what he does cersei Lies learns that the mission the <laughs> cersei learns <laughs> that the mission of the eternals was actually to prepare earth for the emergence Arishem explains that for millions of years, he's been planting the seeds of the celestials inside planets where the energy from large populations allows new celestials to be born. Uh, The deviants were sent to destroy the apex predators of each planet to ensure the development of intelligent life. But when the deviants evolved and began hunting the planet's native populations, Arishem created the internals to counter them. I hated that. Um, I'm just going to read the next sentence because it brings up
1: yeah the main
0: question i have with this whole movie with the reversal of the blip earth has reached the necessary population for the birth of the celestial tiamat which will result in earth's destruction so this it feels as though the plot of this movie should have just run in an alternate universe to whatever happened in the avengers because they have to answer all of these questions that endgame already really answered and it feels so feeble and it's so confusing and I wouldn't say that this is where lies my main issue with the movie because I hated the whole thing but it was confusing
1: (laughs) it it makes it so that even like from a nerd perspective where like you could like from a nerd perspective there's parts of the second Thor movie that I can enjoy uh like like that it that that like it introduces the the reality stone which becomes you know a thing later that like loki uh uh, uh uh taken over the throne leads to some fun stuff later in this one all it does is make me be like well how does this make any goddamn sense yeah any of these other movies
0: yeah because... like even when we rewound it and like tried to outline it with what was going on i was still like that doesn't make sense
1: The justification for why they didn't intervene with Thanos, where Thanos' whole thing is decimating the population of the entire universe, like, uh, having the population of the entire universe, all life, which not only fucks up uh, Arishim's plans for Earth, but their Eternals plans and all the galaxies where all the Celestials are, like, they're trying to have them be born. So the fact that they're not allowed to intervene with Thanos doesn't make any goddamn fucking yeah. sense. Like because it runs directly converse to the purpose of them existing. So, and then uh, even shit.
0: also with the deviance, like throwing the deviance into this whole oh mess is just like so confusing.
1: The two biggest issues with this movie are the, 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 the justification for Thanos making no sense. Like if they literally said, Hey, uh, uh, he showed up on Wakanda, and then 10 minutes later, he snapped his fingers. Like, we weren't prepared, and yeah. <laughs> we didn't show up. Like, if they said that, and, and then we were all snapped away. And then, like, literally every Eternal just randomly was uplifted. Was yeah. That's a better justification than, like, oh, we aren't allowed to interfere unless there's deviance involved.
0: But, but also, you like
1: do, you do anyway. I don't know. It's the weirdest.
0: Just, like, stepping up to the plate, when your entire team has Steven Strange, everyone from Loki, like mm-hmm. a- anyone in this canon that is able to see the future or understand alternate timelines and realities, like it's almost too many people are on board with this idea of like alternate multiverses and whatever that. I- I just I wish this didn't exist because it would make other stories better if there was a another like alternate timeline universe. We can see the future, but don't want to change anything. stories. I have
1: to agree with you, especially since they're doing like multiverse stuff right now. So it gets it makes it so much easier to just say, oh, this took place in a different yeah. timeline. Um, but they don't do that because they're beholden to the fact that they want to bring the Eternals into the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy and the Avengers and the and and it all has to match it's up like, but yeah
0: yes it's mad convenient that they can like see all things but it also makes it so much harder to have any fun with any other idea of some some kind of i don't know similar plot it it,
1: it busies things up and I, yeah. and I definitely agree that the where we're at in the mcu right now is it it's feeling kind of busy in a way that it it's starting to not make sense like you can yeah. you can justify like oh thor and asgard exist and the norse mythology that was born out of that, was born out of that very real thing. Right. But then now you have like, oh, the Eternals have been guiding human evolution since uh, the beginning of time on Earth. Um, we're we're going to watch Moon Knight, but Moon Knight is presupposing that all the Egyptian gods are real too. Oh. And, we, and we've seen in trailers for Thor Love and Thunder that they're going to see Zeus and like yeah. the Greek gods. So. W- what's real like what yeah like, i will like, say so one and thing celestials i really feels exist and like and like birth planets and and etern- like what the f- like jesus christ it feels so ah it's like a lot it's, to take it's, in it is a least. lot
0: so the two here's two things though number yeah. one i love uh like um like mythology and history so mm. like i remember pointing out that one scene in loki where he's talking in latin uh at mm. vesuvius love that like yeah. loved the you know the sumerian uh mesopotamia stuff in this movie like they
1: spoke ancient mesopotamia they like i read an article where they had a like an expert in like a very basically dead mesopotamian language and the language that they use in those scenes is like legit uh, how
0: how do they know that wasn't it like cuneiform and hieroglyphics like how yeah, do you even
1: so know so that's like the interesting thing is the last the this article was pointing out that it's been like a recent um thing that they want to figure out how they're yeah. how they talked back then and that that's this awesome. is the like best you know yeah. amalgamation of what they can guess it would have been like
0: so it's I cool. like the history stuff sign me up I think that's great uh, what I will say is that if there's any like movies moving forward that have the kind of like broad scope that the Avengers did in terms of like kind of tying everything up in a nice bow in terms of not a nice bow but in like checking all the boxes of all the characters we've seen and all the timelines and stuff I'm just going to roll my eyes at any time the the Eternals are brought up because it's just going to (laughs) be such a like justification well and... they, yeah,
1: they they mentioned the the few times where they were like, Well, Captain Rogers and Iron Man are are gone, who's gonna lead the Avengers or whatever yeah. and then Ickers is like, Well I could lead them. I just like I it's, just it's want like this... in you're putting them in a universe that I'm like, Stop saying the things that yeah. I like. Like, why are yeah. you no, you're go away. <laughs> if, if
0: if that was up to me, this movie would go the way of the uh Ed Norton Hulk and we wouldn't discuss it.
1: <laughs> we just wouldn't think about it anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, I think that this movie. I uh, I was thinking about this because you know it's been a week since we talked about it, and so I tried to sort of rethink on yeah, some stuff. Yeah, I did. But <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but I was thinking that I honestly think that if the like this movie didn't need to take place in the present at all,
0: yeah, and this could have
1: taken place in like. 1800s or whatever like or even even uh, 1950s or something like that and you could avoid all the timelines yeah stuff and have you know the ending where you know uh, the the celestial takes them away and then that's the justification like okay they weren't on earth you know, yeah. know? Uh, also
0: in this edition of uh, how Maisie would write a Marvel movie I know I bring <laughs> it up all the time uh, if I did it you know what this movie's missing or you know what the MCU is missing in general what? like a nice like uh, Shakespeare in love like 16th century Marvel movie
1: <laughs> you needed it like the gang gets back together uh, but it's taking place uh... like in Shakespearean <laughs> in, England in Fair Verona yeah where we lay our
0: scene perfect yeah uh, That's just my nerdy theater major.
1: Uh, Shall we keep going? That's shit that doesn't make sense uh, that we talked about in this movie. It's just, it's just lays over the whole movie. Like you can't really even enjoy it because you're immediately like, wait, but how, but what?
0: So much so that I watched the first episode of Hawkeye and really loved it. But I was like, is this just because Eternals (laughs) sucked?
1: (laughs) Is it just because we're telling a more focused story? Like it's not three hours of, but it does also take place
0: at new york city at christmas time so you know him mm. on board already like that's oh, 10 yeah. points
1: aesthetic wise they nailed an aesthetic for hawkeye you I know that very cute, Do you yeah.
0: know that um tiktok trend that's like okay he's an eight but he can cook he's a 10 he's uh a... no, oh it's <laughs> I like God. it's like people talking about rating someone's attractiveness but then saying like a potential red or green flag like
1: and then that a, reduces he's her, a her six head.
0: but he's six foot two and you're like oh he's a 10 now um
1: six but he listens to joe rogan he's a he's a four now
0: exactly so my whole thing is okay if he's a seven and he shoots bows and arrows but he's also new york city at christmas time he's a (laughs) 10
1: you don't think that jeremy renner's a seven you think he's a 10
0: yeah yeah i do i do
1: absolute maniac
0: what can (laughs) i say (laughs) <laughs> I've been I literally inside for the last a... seven days I'm I'll so sorry over anything.
1: I, saw, I, I saw a TikTok that was a guy being like This is my impression of a misogynistic band leader One, two, three, four, four and a half three, Five, <laughs> two, two on a good day
0: <laughs> uh, Wait, you want to hear a funny joke? Please Where does a mansplainer get his water? Where? Uh, well, actually <laughs>
1: Okay, do you want all to right. move on?
0: <laughs> yes. Hoping to delay the emergence, the Eternals reconvene. Discuss. No, don't say anything. I'm going to keep reading. At Druig's residence in the Amazon forest, they are attacked by the Deviants. They kill them all except for Crow, who kills Gilgamesh before fleeing. Faced, fat, attack. It is sad. T- it was, it a sad.
1: It was a bummer. Of, of all the people that kill, kill a yeah. guy that I don't want to hang out with. <laughs> I want to hang out with that guy. He yeah, me like too. Cooking. He was like cooking and like Yeah, and he made his, like nice like
0: corn mead.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they mentioned this. They do it looks like they don't mention this in the entire thing. So can we talk for a moment about Angelina Jolie's degenerative brain eternals? Yes, illness. and I also
0: want to table this for later so I don't forget. How are we not talking at all about Kingo and being like a Bollywood star?
1: Oh my God! Yeah, and uh, <laughs> this, his valet. This <laughs> plot
0: synopsis is literally just going through the plot synopsis and none of the fun parts of this movie.
1: Because it's because it takes so it's there's so much fucking happens and so yeah. little is like fun in this. Okay, it's, so it's, discuss it's so this Angelina
0: Jolie thing. She uh, she has
1: something called they call it the Mad Weary and um. It, they describe it as like a disease that certain Eternals get where they like, the way that they say it is they it reveals that they can remember all their past exploits and the planets that they've like grown and destroyed and turned into Celestials. So the idea is that after each mission, they wipe the memories of the Eternals and then send them to a new planet. And so this disease is her remembering that they're there to kill everybody. And so it makes her like, Lose her mind and just like start violently attacking uh, everybody, uh, her friends and such. And it always happens, it literally always happens. It happens throughout the entire movie. There is, she is mostly mad weary. (laughs) Weird. I thought it was weird. I thought it was a weird choice that didn't really do much.
0: You could have a whole movie just about that. And I think that that is why I didn't hate it, because it gave her a little like depth. Um, sure. Kind of eternal sp- sunshine of the spotless mind-wise. Eternal sunshine. Mm. Yeah, you know what the MCZU is missing is Kate Winslet <laughs> and Jim Carrey.
1: And, um, the, and the message that love is sometimes uh, eternally and cosmically going to be terrible for you.
0: Yeah, painful. Um, wow.
1: wow, are we therapists now? Uh, okay, time out. Talking about things that we skipped over. (laughs) There's a fuck scene in this movie. Oh yeah! At the beginning of the movie, right in the beginning. Right in the beginning. There's a there's a the most awkward. Is he even thrusting? Fuck scene.
0: Yeah, they're making out on top of each other. That's it. The most PG thirteen rhythm. It's PG. You don't even see below the
1: nipple. They hyped this. They were like, they tried to hype this. I remember beforehand, Chloe (laughs) Zhao was just like. I'm happy to have directed the first lovemaking scene in the MCU, you know, I think that it's beautiful that some of these powerful characters can be
0: Thinking that there was any direction involved in that scene, it was five seconds and they were just lying on top of each other in sand and we all know that Cosmo magazine says the number one rule of outside sex is don't do it on sand.
1: Thank you Cosmo magazine for saving all of our buttholes
0: i mean they also say to use teeth so don't take anything too seriously from them so
1: <laughs> there's two the these are two incredibly attractive actors in Gemma chan and uh, uh richard madden and i my dick receded into my body watching this sex scene <laughs> just not hot how did that do happen
0: it? no mm-hmm. no it doesn't
1: no yeah that happens to dudes when they're turned on, it gets big. When they're turned off, it goes in.
0: Does it ever come out of your mouth?
1: Um my dick is not so, that big. So
0: so turned off that it just like
1: <laughs> I'm so turned off it my dick comes out of my mouth. Look, I'm deleting that. Do you one. like do you like seafood? Uh, oh, <laughs> talk about choking talk about choking on some dick.
0: Talk about using teeth. Thanks, Cosmo. Um, That's the best callback I've, I've ever had. And I'm you're going to delete it. Yep. OK, uh, where were we? You... OK. Fastos proposes using the Unimind, a connection between all the Eternals that would give Druig enough power to put Tiamat to sleep with his mind control powers. I hated reading that. <laughs> However, Icarus reveals that Ajax told him of the emergence centuries before. Okay, this is our big plot twist. When Ajax told him uh, she wishes to stop the emergence, he led her to the Deviants who killed her. And then Sprite joins Icarus due to her unrequited love for him while Kingo chooses to leave. Okay, a million things happen here. Yeah. Basically, Ajax knew about this thing that she didn't want to happen. She had told Icarus about it and Icarus is like, I am loyal to the cause. Mm -hmm. and then he basically turns on her the deviants kill her and then all of a sudden sprite has this unrequited love for icarus and it's stupid that didn't add anything for me
1: it didn't land they needed someone else on his side and they needed
0: i almost wish that they made them brother and sister so that she
1: could just uh, yeah like why not do that be like
0: loyal to family
1: rather I know, than this they were trying to do a, love
0: thing it's creepy
1: they were trying to do a thing where like oh i'm an eternal and i look like a child even though i have the mind of someone centuries old and yeah. i can never actually have the life on earth that you all get to enjoy because i'm a fucking kid
0: i would have done that character much much differently i think
1: yeah for sure um dare i say this part of the movie is the turning point when it actually kind of gets interesting yeah I like agree. The, like this moment maybe because I didn't see this moment coming yeah um and it sort of thrusts them towards it gives them a plot thrust it isn't just them being like there's deviance and we need to get everybody and figure yeah. out what's going on like they finally figure out what's going on truly and actually with like 30 minutes left in this movie and it, then it's, it's also like the cool. I don't know
0: the first the first half is kind of like a origin story but also not origin story it's like uh where everyone is in their lives right now and then the second really last 30 minutes is like a getting the band back together kind of thing and i wish it it happened at the beginning
1: it takes so so long the
0: getting the band back together aspect of it could really have been like the fun either that or like make it shorter and make it have like be a cute montage because i'm over it
1: cutout and eternal yeah (laughs) okay so if you have to vote an eternal off
0: the island who are you voting off
1: oh man maybe maybe druid or or either druid or sprite um because i just i know that they had like i don't know plot reasons to be there but i just i don't know i feel like we could cut them out and if if you cut out druid you cut out a what i think is a tremendously problematic uh thing about his character where he's straight up a hero and he's enslaving yeah like he's enslaving people and they don't talk about it they aren't like they say it as like oh it's fine it's just like his philosophy and it's like that that's that's really fucked up and the only Black Eternal fucking caused Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and then was just like, I am going to be gay now. Yeah, to solve this. It's just this very bizarre, um, I mean, it's a very diverse cast. They're obviously trying to do uh, active uh, uh, diversification. I think a lot of these characters were either race or gender swapped, Um, but I don't know. It just didn't. I don't know. It's just, it feels shallow when the movie sucks, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. I almost wish it, it was unearthed. like a a Disney Plus series with each Eternal having their own episode.
1: Episode, yeah, yeah. I honestly think like we talk about this being long, but really, it's it just feels it's long because it feels cheap because it feels. But also, like, like when we, you like we don't know these people.
0: Yeah, right? when you sign up to have such an ensemble cast and I feel like I've seen this in uh stranger things most recently comes to mind is that you have to give an episode to every like group of people or person. Yeah. But then you honestly totally forget what happened with the first crew. But when you're there's so much happening that it's like, it's, not even worth trying to remember. I would this, thank you for this... asking me. I would probably boot Cersei off the island because I think that she, I love her and I think she's great, but I also think that she doesn't add anything to like the power of the. the she's tunnels. the
1: core, like crux of the team, and and you don't really feel much yeah. for her. Like she's who you start with and who we're supposed to like be following if there's yeah. the one person. Um, yeah, man, this movie fucking sucked. Uh, <laughs> but you think about like the, I think this story is as like layered and like trying to do as much as something like an infinity war or like a civil war or like an avengers yeah. movie but they had all those movies with those individual characters leading up to it so yeah you don't need to really condense this like oh, okay well my name is Kingo and I'm uh I'm a bollywood star and I shoot lasers from my fingers I here's what here's things about me okay this is gilgamesh gilgamesh is these are the things about him. Like, it feels like a, like you're giving me a list of characters. Yeah. Yeah. To give a shit about. I don't. I care about the valet. I care about Kingo's yeah, valet. Kingo's valet,
0: it. who I thought was going to be a bad guy. <laughs>
1: like,
0: yeah, right. consistently thought he was going to turn on them. But he was a good guy the whole time. The
1: only genuine person, the only non-robot character in this freaking movie.
0: This This hair, you can't cut this out, but... This makes me feel like I would look good with a mullet. Do you think?
1: Ooh, you got to change the way that your hair is right now so that you don't actually do that. Because that's dangerous. What you're saying is I will never get a mullet. Jenna okay.
0: Parapato is supposed to dye my hair sometime soon.
1: Oh, that's nice. What um, are you gonna do?
0: I well, I told a bunch of people that if I got into med school, I'd dye my hair pink or lavender, um, in like a cool blonde way for the summer. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, Go for it. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to try to do it and have some fun with that. As we know, my Wet Hot American Dazed and Confused Summer includes hair dye. <laughs> um, wet Hot
1: Dye Summer.
0: Uh, speaking of which, I think if I, if I have a birthday party, I think I want to do like a tie dye friendship bracelet, like beer night. Can't even Hell drink yeah. beer, but like I think that'd be really fun.
1: Beer and bracelets.
0: Beer bracelets and tie dye, baby. Like I just want it to be a summer camp. Yeah. Party.
1: Yeah. You want a summer camp party? Yeah. We'll get archery in the backyard. No, 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 no,
0: no. None of that stuff. Like, I want it to be like the camp counselors after dark. That's what Wet I want. Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> where was I? Uh, okay. So, Makari locates the place of the emergence, an active volcano in the Indian Ocean, a la Moana, uh, where Icarus and Sprite attempt to stop them. Dreg knocks out Sprite and faces. Phastos- <laughs> He just
1: hits her with a rock
0: It's, yeah. it's like <clears throat> This is the last 10 minutes of the movie And it takes up two full paragraphs on Wikipedia
1: Yeah, because there's a lot of shit going
0: <laughs> I on I don't even want to read it Okay, Crow arrives and is <laughs> killed by Athena So Athena Okay,
1: let's bring up the second like thing That doesn't make any goddamn sense in this movie Okay, the is Crow Alright, so the deviants We learn were put on Earth Are similar to Eternals, but they can evolve uh they You're were talking to... and i'm gonna
0: let you talk because i don't understand
1: <laughs> great crow <laughs> if, uh, absorbs a couple eternals, pow- the eternals powers that he kills and gets sentience and like an ability he looks like handsome squidward mm-hmm. and he he gains the ability to communicate and talk and he basically says his thesis statement which is we were created by celestials Uh, to be their pawns i don't want to be their pawns anymore i we need to prevent the emergence from happening and so he shows up at the end and just starts fighting the eternals who are trying to prevent the emergence from happening they have the same goal but he is at the end just because this movie is so cheap and like not actually saying much He just I don't know. This could have been really fucking cool yeah. to have the villain of the movie at the end fight alongside to stop Icarus, but instead he just goes in a cave with Angelina Jolie and does like Yeah, this is like um, in Shang-Chi,
0: the, one of the villains starts helping to fight yeah. the, the guys in the mountain.
1: Like, I don't That's know. That's another it, thing it, about it this make movie. It doesn't. Sense.
0: It doesn't say anything about society. In, like, the way that, I hate to say it, Endgame, Thanos is just trying to stop world hunger.
1: Yeah. Like they're I can't just believe like, I just said that. No, but it's this its this idea of, like, like Thanos' plan was, oh, and this plan was, well, we need to birth another eternal. Or we need to birth another celestial, so Earth has to die. By I don't know. Fuck this movie, man. It's just frustrating. Yeah. Because it felt also, like there were a couple quick fixes that you could have made that would have helped it
0: uh i also want to let you know that i have like surpassed the uh the point at which i know more about marvel than <laughs> a lot of other people now yeah and that's a cool feeling yeah like I, i definitely i am probably like a 10th as much knowledge as i will as you are probably like 1 of the amount of you, knowledge that you bring you
1: fully didn't pay attention during certain movies so 100%. yeah
0: <laughs> and also just the fact that i've seen all of these now uh and have now met people who are like yeah i've seen a few marvel movies and it's like captain america so far and that's it i'm like oh you're a fake fan
1: <laughs> you get to gatekeep now it's very exciting
0: yeah <laughs> can i gatekeep marvel talk yeah. to me when you've hosted a fucking podcast with 27 <laughs> movies in it and it has we're your name episode, in the podcast so we're up okay. at episode
1: we're at, this is episode 31 baby
0: this is
1: this will be episode 31
0: wow yeah i really i mean i hope that we don't stop doing this to be honest with you you can cut this out but like when there's like another movie I hope we can still do like oh
1: yeah okay absolutely cool 100% great fuck it um let's but you're gonna this what let's <laughs> what rip do you... through it no. yeah what... once we but get, I'm get through what?
0: Eternals huh you were saying okay uh where did I stop okay Okay, Druig is unable to put Tiamat to sleep and Cersei instead attempts to turn him into marble. Okay, it's weird to me that Tiamat as something of like a, 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 a global celestial. So ent- steel. The fact that you could put him to sleep, like he's some kind of like tortoise in the hair, <laughs> like, like you could just put a little spell on him and he's like, oh, night, night time for Tiamat. And like, you can save the world that way, stupid. Feeble.
1: Um- I'm gonna pop a little pop a little MCU nerd thing in here. Um, we have met a a celestial in the MCU already. Wait, um, don't tell
0: me. Don't tell me. Can I guess?
1: Yeah, go ahead. Or wait,
0: what movie is it?
1: If I say it, it'll give it away.
0: Okay, is it Ronan? No, he's not a celestial.
1: No. <laughs> uh,
0: is it pre Avengers?
1: Post Avengers. Post-Aven- yeah, post first Avengers.
0: Uh, and it's. N- it's not the the drone, waterman from Spider Man Far From Home. Nope. Uh, <laughs> we've met a celestial before. Yes. Uh, is it um, the guy in Doctor Strange?
1: No, I'm just gonna tell you. Okay. Uh, it's it's Ego, Peter Quill's dad.
0: Oh yeah. Is a celestial. I would never have guessed that.
1: <laughs> so um, yeah, so I. Um, I think it was interesting that the plan was to put him to sleep, because in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, they hold him off at a certain point by um, uh, Mantis putting him to sleep, right. um, and that hurt so Mantis's whole pers- purpose is like maker.
0: just uh, narcoleptic. Um,
1: I don't know, you know, I I don't understand their power or how Ego is a celestial, and so is you know these like big
0: guys. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Okay, Icarus breaks free of restraints of his restraints and goes to kill Cersei but finds himself unable to do unable to due to his love for her both he and Sprite join with the others in the Unimind, And Cersei gains enough power to turn Tiamat into marble. So this is a cool scene where I thought it, she was maybe turning him into like glass or a volcano or just a stone yeah. or something but straight up to marble. Um,
1: I like this would have killed the world, right? Yeah. Like, he came out too much. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he it, emerged that, this, enough. This
0: would maybe switch the magnetic poles or something.
1: Definitely fuck with the tectonic plates and yeah. just cause a bunch of earthquakes and fucking, like, At least, at least. A lot, bunch of people died from yeah. this, I would think. Uh
0: Well, anyways, guilt-ridden, Icarus flies into the sun, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, he it's sees that his, like... It's two on the nose. So I, what was I was missing from this was the wings made of wax.
1: He also flies say,
0: directly into. He's like, just
1: like all right. Gotta go. He's got. Him. Yeah. <laughs> he's
0: got him. Like How no attempt, attempt to throat? make amends. Nothing like that.
1: There's a, there's, a, there's a really great superhero television series called Invincible. If you're, like, uh, superhero-pilled and you want to go down a rabbit hole. Uh, but there's a scene where, like, a guy who has, like, superman powers just flies off into space and flies very far away. And I was like, oh, so they're doing the Invincible thing where he's going to, like, fly far away. And then he'll come back maybe in another, you know, another movie or something. No, he just fucking porches himself into our, our solar system star. Good stuff that's stupid uh
0: at sprite's request cersei uses the remaining energy from the unimind to turn sprite into a human ending her permanent childlike state i missed that entirely
1: oh wow i remember they said that they were sending sprite to school and that sprite thought it was stupid that yeah i I, that went over my head entirely
0: weird okay uh athena druig and makari depart on the domo to find eternals on other planets and warn them of the emergences. while Cersei, fastos and Kango remain on earth at this point you and i are like let's get this over with like what else mm-hmm. could possibly happen
1: mm-hmm. awesome right, uh,
0: then... so then dane professes his love for Cersei, which like he already did that at the beginning and yes they want to move in together but she's a million years old anywho uh, and is about to reveal a secret about his family history when she, Fastos, and Kengo are dragged into space by Arishem. Displaced, Displeased with their treason, erisham says he will spare humanity if the Eternals' memories show that humans are worthy of living. Uh, any thoughts on that?
1: Uh, I don't know. I thought it was like a cool, bold ending. Uh, I didn't give a shit about this movie, and I, I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't, like, tie into the things that I really like and care about in this series too yeah. much. But at the same time, like, I, I did, like, I don't know. It, it looked like it was just going to be, like, all right, we're wrapping up. But there was that part of me that was just like, wouldn't the that, wouldn't that ever power be mad? How <laughs> would probably how can, be mad.
0: How can Tiamat just go to sleep? i don't get it
1: he's marble
0: he's marble um, now the marble list <laughs> the <Miss> marble
1: <laughs> all right team. uh
0: vowing to return for judgment he takes the trio with him into a singularity i don't know what that means but i kind of hated that the last moment of this was well there's gonna be a sequel yep i was like
1: th- that's so many of these man
0: <laughs> i mean if this movie was good, a hundred percent, sign me up this for sequel. It,
1: it almost felt like this was the post-credit scene.
0: Yeah, it felt like, like it should
1: have wrapped up on the island, and then the post-credit scene is Dane being like, "I love you," and then her being zapped into space or whatever.
0: Yeah, it also just feels like it's a little biblical with like the how showing how humans are worthy of living and returning mm-hmm. for judgment or whatever. i, I Honestly if the entire plot was like combed through once more and maybe like some of the C or D plot stuff was trimmed up and made a little bit more believable and digestible, I would be here for a sequel, but, and I'll see it and I'll do the podcast with you, but I won't agree <laughs> to like it.
1: I um, hope it's better. hope the sequel's better. I mean, you know, are they, do they you know anything? Okay. Like, let me
0: finish this up because I have a sure, few yeah. questions about some, about things, the actually. post-credit
1: scenes that have both post-credit scenes.
0: Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to write down my notes because I will forget. All right. In a mid-credits scene, Thena, Makari, and Druig meet the Eternal Eros, Thanos' brother, and his assistant, Pip the Troll, who offered their help. So this is uh, our boy, Harry, Harry Styles. Styles.
1: And Pip the Troll, voiced by Patton Oswalt
0: that oh that's where okay yeah also voices uh remy and ratatouille mm-hmm. we love that the ratatouille is in the mcu the
1: rat the the rcu finally
0: <laughs> the rcu um eros also aka cupid
1: right um i don't know is that He's uh in the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh uh this is Star Fox uh this is the character Star Fox no relation to the Super Smash Brothers character uh,
0: uh just a quick Google said Eros is the Greek god of carnal love in Latin he is called Cupid, Cupid. or Desire okay, okay so well so there you go uh, well, I'm on so board with that one hundred percent
1: you he showed up that scene ended and you you I did you say. You were like, I'm full chub right now.
0: Yeah, no, my ovaries exploded.
1: My, your ovaries exploded. Okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah. handsome,
0: Tim. Oh my god.
1: I have um, a, I mean, I have a couple questions about. What, what was your, what was your thought other than like sploosh? You know. Uh,
0: that is the sequel that I would watch.
1: Sure. Yeah. That's With, how they got you. They, they're like, uh, they're like, we know this movie sucks, but the next one will have Harry Styles.
0: Yeah. I also was like. Uh, I guess I didn't remember that it was Thanos's brother, and then I'm like, why isn't he purple? Why isn't he weird looking?
1: How is he an Eternal? If yeah. The Eternals are humanoid, uh, sort of. I, I, I have questions. Uh, Star Fox is like a very big and powerful Marvel character. Okay. So this was kind of a, a cool reveal for uh, nerdy freaks.
0: Um, um, yeah. In a post credit scene, Dane opens a case containing the Ebony Blade. And an unseen person questions whether he is ready for it. So this is where we see uh, Kit Harrington is like maybe a bad guy or like his family's maybe a bad guy.
1: It's uh, the character in the comics is called the Black Knight. It's a uh, the Ebony Blade is sort of the dark version of, of Mjolnir. M- Mjolnir. okay. Um, Uh, but it's, he's like an anti-hero. His whole thing is he loves Cersei and he, and he is, he has like a family thing where, you know, it causes him to be maybe a little evil. He's anti-hero more than villain. Uh, the interesting thing about this is the, uh, unseen person questioning if he's ready for it. That was the voice, uh, I looked it up later, of Mahershala Ali, who will be playing Blade, Wow! In, uh, uh, MCU movies. So if things aren't busy enough in the MCU with Eternals and Egyptian gods and the uh, pantheon of gods in Thor Love and Thunder, uh, we're bringing in vampires uh, to the MCU. Uh, Wait, I didn't know vampire that Blade Hunter
0: was a Blade. vampire. Did you say that? You might have said that.
1: Blade, the Wesley Snipes movies are, are, are Marvel movies. They're Wait. not in the MCU, but the old Wesley Snipes movies are based on the Marvel Comics Blade and blade will make his mcu debut i think next year okay in a, a solo movie blade
0: so as we know from wandavision i love witches i love lore pirates i love vampire stuff this is good news for someone like me
1: vamp vamp town
0: vamp town ladies sing the song and... duda
1: <laughs> and almost like like cheaply like we were like what the fuck is kit harrington even doing in this movie Oh, he's gonna play like a like a big character in the next one. That's cool. I'm so into it. Me, you know, <laughs> this movie sucked, but but the next one will have Harry Styles and Kit Harington in a in a, in a, in a with a sword. So
0: love it. So that's Eternals. It.
1: That's Eternals. What do we Amazing. think? After all. Oh, I thought it sucked. I think sucked. this is maybe this is one of the worst uh, MCU movies. It's hard to put it up against like a Incredible Hulk or like a Thor Two because those those are a part i don't know
0: i like enjoyed both of those immensely more than i enjoyed this movie
1: i really i like i want to say something nice about it which is that ending battle sequence is really cool there are yeah. a lot of moments in that especially with macari and ikarius yeah. where they're fighting where that level of like you see it in i think dc movies and like superman movies where it's just like two mega powered people just fucking beating the shit out of yeah. each other is really cool to watch so uh it just took two fucking hours to get there um Uh, i I hope i hope one in the future is cool and good but this did absolutely nothing to me and i probably will never watch this movie again
0: yeah Uh, i didn't love it i it does make me excited to have such an ensemble cast be like um you know possible little cameos in future disney plus shows and stuff like that because i think that they're that's a big jumping off point that i think could be fun and exciting it does Mm -hmm. kind of feel like they just packed a lot of stuff into this that i just hope it doesn't make confusing for future plots to tease out um so i have a few questions yeah what do you know about any future eternals like movies does it do you know anything do you
1: i don't think they've they have Said that they're going to make another one. That okay. they, that there's going to be another one. I don't know if Clo is announced to direct it. Um, they are going to make another Eternals movie. Okay. Uh, Harry Styles will be in it. I I presume. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Kit Harrington's going to be in Blade. Uh, yeah. I don't really know. I don't. I think that this is a part of. Um, I was I was reading a thing that like Marvel is now getting so big that they're just going to create branch stuff. Mm-hmm. So like.
0: Hopefully it'll don't have to all still be in the
1: mcu oh it'll all be still under the umbrella of the mcu but where like everything in the early mcu is leading towards infinity war and the you know and, mm-hmm. and end game and those stories they're now going like okay well here's you know bucky barnes and captain america stuff on earth here's you know guardians of the galaxy and mm-hmm. the eternals the cos- cosmic stuff here's you know, uh, street level Avengers like a, like a Hawkeye, or mm-hmm. uh, here's new Avengers, some of the young ones like uh, Haley Steinfeld's character and Miss Marvel. Um, it look it seems like they're like, yeah, okay. trying to trying to create branch stuff. Like I doubt I doubt Bucky Barnes is gonna meet the Eternals. Yeah, uh, but that's yeah. I don't I, I know about that. as much as you. This was the most recent, um, not the most recent, but it, it came out. Pretty recently last november i think so okay we'll know more about a sequel probably in a year but
0: box office was kind of whatever
1: box office was a little whatever it's post it's still a uh, pandemic kind of yeah. stuff was going on at the time uh but it was and it wasn't ever gonna make you know spider-man money but 400 million dollars at the box office is still a profit for a for a movie and that yeah.
0: was a lot of money back then here we go <laughs> oh i didn't even say it this time turnaround and bend over Damn. oh you did there you go
1: you did okay <laughs> no but it wasn't you said it I in was... a text message to me last last night that, oh, uh, that oh. i think was the uh it was the PS to resistance of the turnaround and bend over uh we may have, re- have to retire it and off, have to. and off pod off yeah. pod
0: off pod yeah. and i had a prime prime time to talk about it because of the oh. first sex scene in the mcu
1: yeah but no. And I
0: didn't and I fucked it up. Uh, okay. He so... should have said
1: turn around and bend over because they that missionary wasn't looking like they were having fun. Pretty vanilla, if you ask me. Yep.
0: Uh, probably couldn't handle the masonator. <laughs> 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 Can you please delete that? No. Uh, There's an, a TV show that's going on right now mm-hmm. that maybe has to do with Marvel superheroes that I see Jared Hall post about a lot. And by that, I what? mean maybe once maybe a show on
1: oh the boys
0: yeah what is that
1: the boys is its own thing it's an amazon series based on a graphic novel that is basically uh there's this new since superheroes are getting super popular now there's like an excess of like superhero satire kind of stuff so it is like a hard dark satire of like if superheroes actually existed they would be fucking corporate shills and like Really fucked up people who like do wildly violent things, and there's no regular. It's like that's essentially the plot of the boys. I haven't watched any of it. I think I will eventually watch yeah. it. Yeah, but um,
0: okay, it's supposed to be good. <clears throat> All right, so so I watched the first episode of Hawkeye, mm-hmm. and I will continue to watch it because Great. we love. Uh, so then,
1: Hawkeye's next.
0: Hawkeye, and then
1: Hawkeye, Moon Knight miss marvel and then thor love and thunder and Here then we go we're baby on, and then we're on sabbatical till black panther in november
0: what about miss marvel did you say that already i said that yeah okay what about and, she-hulk i
1: quite literally just <laughs> well she-hulk she-hulk will come out in august or september but
0: um, okay we'll do we'll do sabbatical hiatus until she-hulk
1: exactly what well, we'll see you next time for Hawkeye, Maisie, for the marvelous miss Maisie. She tell the people to say goodbye and hug the dogs and I could remember to have sex on the sand
0: okay Good night.
1: <laughs> the Marvelous Miss Maisie is a Unicow Media podcast music by Brian Parmelee who you can follow on Instagram at Bodie underscore Foster cover art by Rachel Severance who you can follow at Rachel Approves follow the podcast on instagram at marvelismismaziepod and if you like it remember to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts you can also follow Maisie on instagram at o underscore my underscore 624 and tim on instagram twitter and tiktok at haha ha thanks for listening we'll see you next week